Hi everyone, just want to say a massive thank you for choosing to listen to my little show called Spill It. Spill It is filmed live every Wednesday at 7pm via Facebook, YouTube and Twitch. Viewers can interact with the show by leaving comments. For more details of Spill It, head over to the Facebook hub at www.facebook.com forward slash spilling it. So however you're listening to this, make sure you sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to an amazing episode. Oh my God, I can't wait for this episode. It's going to be so, so cool. But my name is Marcus, and this is a little show that I like to call Spill It. So Spill It is a show where I get to talk about uh, talk about all types of different subjects from all people from all different walks of life coming on the show to talk about anything that they want to talk about. If you have not seen Spill It before, um, then you can get in touch and you can um, you know look at all of our previous episodes if you are wanting to go come on the show all you have to do is get in touch you can send me an email at marcus at spillit.uk and you can appear on the show to talk about whatever you want to talk about and if you haven't checked our other episodes yet all you have to do is go to our facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash spilling gear and you can have access to any of our previous episodes including all of our episodes that we've had. I mean, we've had some great guests as well. We've had Nathan Henry from Geordie Shaw. We've had Miss Sherry Vine from the US, the legendary drag queen. We've had uh, people, just, just standard, ordinary people who have done extraordinary things throughout 2020. And all, all of those people have been on my show and you can have access to any of those people's episodes by just going onto my Facebook page. Don't forget as well that you can like, share and comment. The more that you like it, the more that you comment and the more that you share it, it brings more people into this little community that we have here. And don't forget as well, we have three different principles. So Spill It is based on three principles. It's the three core values of Spill It. First is to connect. So we want to connect people together. We want to inspire and we want to learn every single day is a school day. I am a firm believer of that. I would like to think that I know everything. I definitely don't. But every day for me, when I do this, I learn something new. So make sure that you're learning something new by getting those comments and questions in. It is as simple as that. This episode is episode 25. We're like quarter way to 100. Crazy. Episode 25, Willkommen, Bienvenue, Welcome. And that is, I mean, it's all to do with Cabaret, isn't it? So uh, the, the song itself is from Cabaret the Musical. We have got the legend that is Joe Black joining us at 7.15 p.m., a dark cabaret, a cabaret artiste coming in and talking about everything that he's been doing. And I can't wait for that. So make sure that you've hit that share button, guys. It is important. Hit the share button. And don't forget as well to drop me a comment. If you drop a comment, I get to pop it up on the screen and we get to talk about it. So make sure you do. Right. So announcements. Have I got some announcements for you? I can't wait, actually, to be fair. So announcements. Number one is this month, obviously, is December. It's a time of Christmas. It's a time of giving and all that lot and you know and we're coming out of our we've just come out of our lockdown you know we are in tier ones twos and threes across the country so i know that you know it's it's still a little bit up in the air but one of the things that i felt as though we needed to kind of get ready for the show was for the week of christmas and what i've decided to do is i have decided that on Wednesday, the 23rd of December, so mark this in your diaries, guys, marking in your diaries, Wednesday, the 23rd of this month, we have got a Christmas special for the kids. So if you have got any little ones or you know somebody who's uh, got some little ones and, you know, they're worried about the fact that they're not going to be able to go and see Santa, for example, you know, Santa is everywhere over December and you can normally go and visit and all that lot. I mean, it, we're in a time right now where that might not necessarily be possible. So Spill It has managed to speak with Santa 
to get Santa on the show. So all the little kiddies will be able to sit down and speak to Santa. We'll be able to do uh, comments and get those comments rolling in and Santa will be able to respond to the comments. And it'll be really, really interesting to see what Santa has been up to. If you are interested in that, let me know. All the adverts for that will be popping out later on this evening and running through all the way up December. I can't wait for that one. It's going to be absolutely epic. And my next announcement. So my next announcement is that in the new year, I will be launching a brand new platform. I'm doing so, I'm doing so much, aren't I? So not only have we got Spill It Radio launching, we've got Spill It Events launching, we've also got the Spill it, uh, new Spill It podcast, which is the uh, Spill It for the First Time, which is the movie podcast. We've also got, as well, the uh, YouTube series, the Spill It Bitchin' in the Kitchen. I have got a new platform launching, which will kind of fall into the Spill It thing, not really, very, very loosely, essentially, but... I've got a new thing launching for Spill It, for me. And it is my, so some of you may know, um, some of you might not, but some of you may know that I have actually got a qualification in uh, life coaching. And I've never done anything with it. And what I'm going to be doing is launching my own business for the life coaching. So therefore, MW Life Coach and Motivational Speaker will be launching in the new year. So I will be people's life coaches. I can be a motivational speaker for your company, things like that. Can't wait for. So yes, there are some exciting things happening in 2021, which I cannot wait for. We did have a section called Agony Funkle, as you may remember. Agony Funkle is now being dropped. Ooh, it's being dropped. Not because obviously, you know, um, it's not going to go anywhere like permanently. It will make a comeback. However, I have got a new segment coming called <sighs> Spooky. Is it Spooky? Creepy News, sorry. It's called Creepy News. So Creepy News will be a section where I get to talk about um, creepy stories that have happened in it, like around the world uh, in more recent times and obviously the past and things like that. Um, just to kind of talk about what goes on in the world. Everybody knows I love Halloween. I prefer Halloween over Christmas. There, I've said it. I don't care. But I love the thought of diving into these creepy news sections. So if it is something that you're interested in uh, participating in, if you're wanting to send me anything, all you have to do is get in touch at marcus at spillit.uk and you can send me your creepy news and then every week I will, I will be reading out another one just to see what your reactions are and just see if we can get some shivers. See if we can get some shivers up our spines. Um, but yeah, so Creepy News will be launching in the next few weeks. We're probably going to wait until after Christmas. We're going to talk about Christmas news um, over the next few weeks. Right. Our last section before Joe comes out is our competition time, ladies and gentlemen. Competition time. That's right, it's competition time. So, last month, I asked my guests, not guests, my, my viewers, you guys at home, to send in your videos or photos or anything like that of you doing a new skill. Now, this wasn't something that obviously um, this person had sent in, but it was something that I witnessed. And the amazing Jenny Longton from Leeds have been in touch and asked me to watch one of her lives. So I did, I got, I logged in and watched one of her lives and she did basically this, essentially. She created her own little live talk show. Um, it was more of a podcast type style, but she's created this thing from scratch and used us as an influence of that. And Jenny Lonson, you are my winner for last month's competition. So. All you have to do is get in touch and let me know, and you will receive a Spillet hamper, which will have some Spillet t-shirts, a Spillet mug. You'll have absolutely loads in there as well, plus a little voucher to spend at Christmas time. Who wants to know about what this month's... Yeah, we're in, this, we're in December, aren't we? Yeah, this month's uh, 
Christmas competition is. This month's Christmas competition, when I can speak, this month's Christmas competition is that all you have to do is get me a Christmassy photo. It has to be something that you've taken. It could be of your house, kitted up in all the Christmas miracle madness. It could be you wearing your Christmas suit. Whatever it is, I want to see the most Christmassy photo that you can get. And the winner will receive a spillet hamper from me in time for Christmas. How does that sound? I can't wait for that. And all you have to do to enter is send your photo into my inbox at marcus at spillet.uk. Easy as that. Okay, well, we are just about at that time. It is, uh, I can't wait for this. It's going to be so, so cool. We have got Joe Black ready to come on. So if you can all give loads of clapping emojis, loads of smiley faces, loads of love hearts, everything like that, get these comments rolling in, guys. Um, for the legend, the amazing person that is Joe Black. Hi. <laughs> Hi, how are you? I'm all right, babe. How are you? I'm I'm all right. I'm, I'm all right, babe. I, I, I'm I'm here against a slightly off-coloured wardrobe. I've got a a ring light there. I've popped this little uh, faux fur on and a beret. Roll, <laughs> hey. Ah, oh, amazing, amazing, amazing. Uh, are you ready for a little bit of a grilling today? Go on then. <laughs> well. <laughs> to start off with, uh, just to make our guests always feel a little bit comfortable and just have a bit of a laugh, we always play a little bit of a game first. So, our game that we're going to play, like we play every single week, ladies and gentlemen, is the five-second rule. So, five-second rule, for those who don't know what it is, all it is is that I will ask uh, my guest to name three things within five seconds. My guest then has five seconds to name these three things and score a point. It's as simple as that. There are five rounds. <laughs> Look at you getting ready. <laughs> cool. Right. Here we go then. So, number one. Oh, you can only answer once I've finished the question. Okay. Right. Number one. Name three turnoffs. Light switches, uh, um, <laughs> damn there. I was going for literal things that turn things off, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you could do I tried, that. I tried to say, um, talking while chewing, but then I just went, chewing, chewing. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is gonna be brilliant. I can't wait, as well. Okay, right. Next question. Name three ways to hide a fart. Uh, screaming, um, smoke bombs, uh, murder of crows. Well done. I'll give you that one. <laughs> okay, here we go. Name three pet peeves. Well, my pet is a peeve. Uh, Klaus when he steals my socks, Klaus when he steals my socks, and Klaus when he tries to knock over my phone. <laughs> Where is he? He's somewhere. These these are named Klaus. Klaus, yes. Brilliant name, love that. Nice to meet cat wherever he's gone. Uh, Emmy says you can't fault that logic about the turnoffs. Oh well, yeah, no, I'm uh, Emmy. I'm 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 going for full on. Wait, hang on. Do you want? Let me see if I can do one myself. Hang on, and off. <laughs> I like that actually. I prefer that. Why was I going for the overhead line to begin with? It's all right, actually. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> right. Uh, so, name three things you do while no one is looking. Um, skill handbags. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and they are just people. 
Uh, steel handbags. <laughs> you heard it here first. This this light here. I realize. Look at these different settings. I feel like yeah, I'm yeah. in a club. Hang on. <laughs> I got my should do that as well. I'm gone. Uh, yeah. There we go. Oh, hang on. Let's let's look back the old days. <laughs> um, Amazing. Love let's it. Pick a good one. Hang on. I'll go for that one. That's nice. <laughs> uh, Emmy's laughing at your handbags. <laughs> ah, well, you can. You, it's, it's, it's all laughter, Emmy, until I nick yours. <laughs> right. Your last one. You ready? Name three famous bold people. Blofeld. Um... Oh, I nearly said. I nearly said Christian Wig. <laughs> it was just the, 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 the wig was in my head. Uh, Blofeld. <laughs> you, you didn't say famous, real bold people. You said just bold people. So I went with Blofeld. Yeah, just... <laughs> Here's another famous bold one. And it was James McAvoy. Professor Xavier. Is he bold? Oh, he's bold in X-Men, isn't he? And Patrick Stewart was also Professor Xavier. So Yeah, 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 yeah. Logic. Uh, I mean, logic, exactly. Logic? <laughs> she says uh, it's why she doesn't carry one. And you shouldn't, uh, she Emmy, because myself and the general public cannot be trusted. <laughs> and then Stephen Wilson says, Marcus is bold, meaning me. Um... I mean, it's not. There's hair. There's hair, there's hair there. Stephen, you're so. a liar. You're a <laughs> yes, Stephen, you heard it here first. Um, and then Glenn, Glenn says, him from Crystal Maze. Richard O'Brien, he has a name. <laughs> him. Just him from the Crystal Maze. You know that legend, <laughs> him. Crystal Maze. from. <laughs> Uh, Stephen says Kojak. I don't know what you just said, Stephen, but I am calling the police. Yeah, let's do that. We'll call the police together. <laughs> right, cool. Uh, do you have fun with that? Oh, yes. I, think, I always think, you know, games, I think, oh, it's so, you know, it's just fun and easy. But as soon as you pose the question, you just sort of go, What's yeah. my name. It's because it puts you on the spot, but then also the worst thing is the ticking noise as well. Uh, because that then puts you on pins, then you're like, I've got to hurry up. And <laughs> it's great. I love it. I, I, it puts <laughs> We've only had one person who has completed the whole thing. Um, so, who was yeah. that? It was, it was a little lad, a little nine year old boy. So, you're all right. Busted <laughs> <laughs> by okay. the children again. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, right. So, your first question. So um, I ask everybody this question. It's just a bit of a broad thing. Just so those people in the audience who are watching um, get to know you. So here is your question of the day. Who is Joe Black? Joe Black is me. Uh, cartoonish, ridiculous, uh, you know, pulled out of a trunk in someone's attic and... You know, has come here to sing some songs and to shout at some people and, you know, to make things uncomfortable, but also quite comfortable. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I'm mostly a Burlesque host, uh, singer, musical comedian, that sort of thing. General cabaret uh, world living and nonsense. I absolutely love it. And I, I, um, I actually saw you live um, a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, we were in Manchester and we were watching Alaska. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I was supporting her. Yeah, so, yeah, so we were watching Alaska and there was you and Davina mm -hmm. and you were both there. And then one, when me and my partner watched you, we were hooked. That was that. That, was that. Then it was like, right, follow on all social media, <laughs> download the music, you know, we'll do absolutely everything because we thought that you were absolutely phenomenal and completely different to every other artist that we've seen. So well, thank you yeah. very much. Was that also that night was the night that I duetted with Davina De Campo and we did Jolene and um, she forgot the words and was trying to cover it. And I I'm I remember this differently. I remember <laughs> subtly saying the actual words while I was playing piano, but how she remembers it 
is that I just full on stopped playing piano and went, no, it's, and then just corrected her and stopped the song. But I don't I, remember doing that. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. There's a video of it on YouTube somewhere. I don't know. I haven't watched it for a while, but that she, it's one of, one of the lines in Jolene. She, she starts saying it and I'm like, wrong. And correct her. Do you know what? That's probably right, actually. <laughs> um, just yeah. out to Vina, just for like, ah, you can't remember the words of Dolly Parton. To be honest, I couldn't. <laughs> Glenn was also there, and Glenn's put in the comments as well, which is one well, something that I was going to speak to you about anyway. But uh, when you did, if you leave me, I'll kill you in Manchester. Ah, loved it. Thank you. Thank you, Glenn. I, I yeah. So Glenn, Glenn and I both watched it. Um, that that's one of my favourite ones. To be fair. Uh, Absolutely love it. But we're going to get into that um, shortly with the, the whole songwriting thing. I've got a question around that. But just going back into the comments, uh, Leela has asked, oh, Leela has asked, where did you start your career? <coughs> Portsmouth. Oh, um, wow. That's where, that's where I'm from originally. Uh, so I started there uh, and doing sort of, you know, I did like music nights, like Battle of the Bandy type things or kind of, um, you know, multiple bands on one lineup of, Usually one particular genre, but because of the way I am, um, I was I, I kind of one moment I was with some ska bands, the next minute I was with some rock bands. Do you know what I mean? Like I, they just kind of kept plopping me around, um, and then I eventually started hosting burlesque nights in Portsmouth in a in a small pub, um, just because the hosts didn't turn out one day. <laughs> so I did it. Speaking of host slash compere, Stephen has uh, also said that he used to be a, a drag queen compere, uh, but he's asked, what are your tattoos on your hands? Oh, I've got an owl here and then a strange little cockroach creature with some clouds on there. But, uh, you know, I started getting tattooed when I was too young, uh, <laughs> illegally young. Um, so, you know, there's some, um, you know, teenage decisions that will be dealt with eventually. <laughs> so they don't have those on your hand they don't uh, have any meaning or anything it's just flippant yeah i mean i, I was like it, it was it was a sort of like i'm not gonna have a normal job <laughs> and here you are correct <laughs> there you go uh glenn said that you did shout wrong so oh good yeah i'm, I'm glad to, i'm glad to know that i am as aggressive as davina remembers <laughs> Yeah, brilliant. Um, so Leela obviously touched on it. Um, like, where did your career start? And um, so when, when, how long have you been doing it for? I started in two thousand and seven. Wow. Okay. So yeah, so that's not that's not overly long ago, then, is it? Thirteen years. Yeah. Like compared to two thousand. Oh my gosh! Yeah, two thousand seven. Doesn't seem that long ago. <laughs> Thirteen years. Thirteen years. Right. Okay. Wow. That's a while, I think, isn't it? Yes, yes. Well, uh, yes, we'll definitely say it's a while. <laughs> um, and obviously, so you, you were part of the bands and then you, you, you kind of fell into this. So how long have you been doing, like, this for then? Well, I mean, the, 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 I, mean I was doing the cabaret stuff at, at those band nights. That's oh wow! Okay. It was so hard to place. It wasn't that I was in like a traditional rock band or whatever. It was. It was. It was doing uh, the kind of. I mean, then it was more kind of shouty Tom Waits, kind of clattery, kind of Devil's Fairgroundy type music. Um, but and it's it's kind of got a little bit more standardy cabaret to a degree, uh, and then like pop song parodies or, or you know I say pop song. All my references are very very old. I still think Hit Me Baby One More Time is the current song. Um, so playing that as like a polka on piano or jazz song, you know what I mean? Like just, just, just taking things and making them fit a particular vibe um, and aesthetic. Yeah. I saw um, one of the videos online uh, on YouTube uh, is you doing Spice Girls, but with uh, like your, yeah, it's with your little twist on. And um, like, it, it's like, and I think you have like just such a natural ability because it's just the presence that you give that you can make any song like just really kind of dark and bring it right down to like a different level. And I just think that's completely extraordinary. Well, that's what I love. I love, I love doing this because it's so absurd. Uh, that's what I love, especially something like the Spice Girls and recording because it's two things that never, gonna ever meet again. You know what I mean? 
so it's it, I get such a thrill from keeping a straight face and being there on the accordion at a show, drawing out these long notes and then suddenly going, when you're feeling sad and low. And then people go, oh. <laughs> and it's, it, it, it's just so fun. Absurd. That's why I, I think that's what I love, is that I love the absurd. Like I've just done um, for Christmas, I did, uh, or at least a Christmassy theme thing. Um, was Hippopotamus for Christmas, which is like an old 50s. Um, sort of children, you know, the sort of one that you get those, those sort of kids in the big frilly dresses just going yeah, like this. And I, I just think it's such a ridiculous song. I was like, I have to do it. I have to do it. <laughs> and I'm assuming that you put your little twist on that as well then, so. Not particularly, I think. I, I, I don't right. like a piano, which is actually what the music sounds like. Only I'm not like a 10-year-old girl going, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. It's me going, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Oh, I'm dying. Oh, this is crazy. <laughs> well, moving moving on then, because this is a nice little segue into this, um, talking about your songwriting. Mm-hmm. So you have done, obviously, your, your, your parodies, or you've obviously re- rewritten... Would that be the right, the right term? You basically put your own little twist on, uh, on certain. <laughs> <laughs> Made better to some people. Uh, but, yeah. but yeah, so where did the songwriting come from? I mean, I started out originally because I, I started like the Battle of the Bands thing. The, thing with the, the Battle of the Bands that I did when I first started was that you can't do covers. Mm-hmm. So I had, I had a set list of original material and again, it was all very like, I love the Tiger Lilies as well, um, which is, I don't know if, if, if you're familiar, uh, familiar, but they're cabaret band, three three gentlemen, all in like clown faces, accordion, double bass drums, just singing very kind of Brechtian, miserable songs about death and destitute people and misery, but sometimes so like jaunty tunes. So it was it was all very that, and I wrote, my own songs for a really really long time and then I just I loved taking covers because I like the reaction um I, I like when you start a cover who were figuring out what it is so most of the time now I mean just for just getting you know doing a job and turning up as a host for a burlesque event or something you know I'll, I'll do a song just you know something like poor unfortunate souls or sweet transvestite like that just is what it is there's not really any need to change that but doing mm. something like Hit Me Baby one more time, there's no reason for me to just use the Britney Spears one when I can put a twist on it because it isn't that whimsical of a song. Whereas those the, ones are quite whimsical. The Hit Me Baby one more time, that's one that you did in Manchester, which mm. if I remember correctly as well. Uh, and yeah, that, that one, is, it's wild. Absolutely loved it. And I walked away. Like both Glenn and I walked away thinking to ourselves, that was epic. Like that, That's just put the song on a completely different level. Um, but that's that's the fun of doing doing the covers like that though is that and also again like my how current my taste is that I think that is a current pop song. Um, <laughs> uh, no idea about pop stuff, but um, so the songwriting kind of took a backseat to that a little bit. Where I was just really it was much easier to like listen to music and be inspired by someone else's song and then going what can I do with this and not necessarily in a whimsical or funny way. You know, sometimes I'd hear something that I thought was just particularly beautiful when I slip those in as well. You know, like, you know, it's all silly for a show and then just suddenly something nice and genuinely thoughtful and and that. So it's I love hearing bits of music and being excited by them to then wanting to do it myself. (laughs) Um, Going on to, uh, because this is the question I wanted to ask Mm. specifically, and obviously Glenn popped it up before. So going back to this one, when you did uh, If You Leave Me, I'll Kill You in Manchester, what was the inspiration for that song? And then can you also tell the people who haven't heard that song what it's about? Well, it's called If You Leave Me, I'll Kill You. Uh, and I wrote it uh, with my boyfriend, Aaron. And then uh, we, I can't remember how it came up, but we decided that we were going to write like a, a horrible love song together about... You know, I think I maybe flippantly one of us had said, if you leave me, I'll kill you. Um, and it was when I must have been on a songwriting kick at the time. And then we yeah, we wrote it together. Um, and it's it's the music was sort of based on um, 
it's just very kind of typical kind of Russian sounding sort of thing. But it was based on Tori Amos's Velvet Revolution was the I heard the music for that. And I was like, oh, cool, I could probably do it for that. And I had a I tried to learn guitar for a very brief period of time. And I knew two chords, which were A minor and E. So I just went from boom, 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 on that. Um, uh, and yeah, that's how it. That's, that's brilliant. It happened. I, it is one of my uh, one of my favorite ones. That one, anyway. So, uh, and I'm assuming that you are still together. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not, okay. not left good. Yeah. <laughs> Put all of his fingers in jars. So yeah. <laughs> uh, so Stephen's asked uh, could we hear you sing one of your favourites no Stephen <laughs> I've got I've got the airpods in they're not uh, you know you're alright they're, they're not for performance so you know you're cheeky, <laughs> cheeky can I swear yeah of course you can cheeky bastard we're not, I was gonna, we're not. I was going to go more like adult there, but I asked it with cheeky bastard. It feels, <laughs> it, it, it feels light enough. We're we're not we're not a family <laughs> show, so you're all right. You can say whatever you want. Um, so obviously we we've touched on the fact that obviously when I came to see you, it was in Manchester. You were on tour. You were doing a, you were doing the supporting work, but you've also done tours on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Just wanted to talk to you about the tours, what what that experience was like. When did you start touring? And then also, how did you get to touring with um, and supporting some of like the, the, the RuPaul's Drag Race girls? Um, so, I mean, like touring, I, I've, I've done it. I mean, for, for, for you know, every... I'm trying to think how to word my words. <laughs> I've, you know, through throughout the years, sometimes some years will have like multiple tours on them. Sometimes my own. Sometimes I'd be invited with someone else. Like I've done tours in America with a um, a friend's band called This Way to the Egress, who were very kind of like carnival music, um, kind of ragtime and just old timey music, but like a bit punky. So I've toured America with them twice, and that was just it was just from like connections and stuff. Um, and then my own shows, I've had like a few different solo shows. Uh, so I had like my, I had one called Touch of Evil, which was my uh, love note to villain, to villains and villainy. So the whole show is just all the villain songs that I loved. And they're ones that I love that we can fit in. Uh, but, you know, a lot of Disney. Um, but then also stuff like um, Phantom of the Opera, uh, Hairspray, Little Shop of Horrors. Um, and then Big Medley with you know, Rogers and Hammerstein, Cinderella in it and Into the Woods and <clears throat> all of that sort of stuff. <laughs> um, and when you've, when you've been on tour, so you said that obviously you've been in tour in America. Mm. Is, the, is the audience different? Is the reception different? In America, I mean, the American one was, it was so long ago. Those were like dive bars. Though the, right. the, the thing it was, you know, we were going to bars that just had a band on every night, um, and and some music venues, but it was, it it was uh, really really fun, really really interesting, and also we, you know, we went to, you know, we did this place called the, the New Orleans. What was it called? The Always Lounge, I think. In New Orleans, you could smoke in the venue. I remember that because I smoked a cigarette on stage. Uh, you know, we had our drinks tokens. We got them at the bar. There was like this heart of lights on the back of the stage. With half of it was like broken, and the curtains were just a bit manky. And it was just, it was just, it was really divey, but also a bit opulent. You know what I mean? Like all of the effort had been made to make it look fancy, but it was just a bit too shabby. And that was amazing. And uh, yeah, everyone just sat and smoked and drank cocktails and stuff. And that was really cool. And then, uh, you know, you go to somewhere like New York where no one comes out to the fucking shows because it's New York. Um, and, you know, you're performing to seven seven people or something like that in the basement of some some <laughs> bar. But then, you know, we went to um, Nashville and it was a music venue and it was completely full. And it was, you know, it felt like rock stars. It was lovely. And when you've um, talked, because obviously RuPaul's Drag Race is well, pretty much now taking over the world, essentially. Mm. It's like popping up in all different countries. Um, when you've been on tour with 
some of the girls there. How has how have they been with you? Because a lot of a lot of the drag race girls are compl- a completely different genre to what you what you do. So has, what's the reception been like with from them? I mean, for for me specifically, because I'm quite specific. I don't tend to get put on with people that I don't gel with stylistically, at least in some way. Mm-hmm. So I've been very lucky and I've had such a lovely time with the audiences and with them as well. Like always such a lovely experience because I guess, cause I'm put with the right people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, and, and, and I said, that is down to luck of the fact that I've been put with like, I'm lucky like Sharon Needles fans. I've been put with Sharon a lot. Some people who maybe aren't quite as aggressive as me. Um, maybe wouldn't go so well that you know I've got an aesthetic that works for the people that like her as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I said I've been very like Adora's is one that um I work really well with. Um Alaska, I, I felt like I worked really well with Jinx Monsoon, of course, Sasha Valor. <clears throat> um it, it's yeah, I've been lucky to to, to 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 there seems to be some connection. And you worked with uh, Katia as well, didn't you? Oh, I love Katia. See, Katia, I think what we have in common is that on stage we're both a little bit unhinged. Um, <laughs> a little bit? Stylist, stylistically, maybe, maybe we don't have that much in common, but that somehow works. And also I love Katia, you know, we're, we're friends. And when she was last in Brighton a while ago now, because, you know, COVID, we had... Um, we went for dinner and stuff like she's re- I really like her but that one yeah she also works despite having absolutely nothing in common with me in terms of like safe thing other than just being also a tad unhinged uh, so when it, when it comes to your tours did you have tours booked for this year uh, was you yeah. going to be told yeah. yeah how many tours did you have wait when did this whole thing start March it was. I think two. Uh, there's two, two, two tours, and um, and also every year in May I do the Brighton Spiegel Temp for Brighton Fringe, and that whole festival got cancelled. I was gutted, um, and I was supposed to be doing a few dates of my my villain show again, and it just you know, it just didn't happen. Mm. But it's you know it, it's gotten to that point now with it where I was like, oh, cancellation, fine, that happened. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's bizarre, but you've got to adapt. That's the thing, of course, and that's that's what it's all about uh, adapting. Um, and you know, we're humans at the end of the day, and that's what we're used to. We're used to adapting to our surroundings, our needs, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, Claire has asked a question. So, uh, Claire has asked, Who is your favorite queen and why? Oh, I've got a few. Um, I'm gonna go for. I'm going to separate Drag Race and non-Drag Race. So I love Stasha Valor. I love Jinx Monsoon. Ben de la Creme. Uh, people with, like, aesthetics and styles and genres that I think, you know, speak to me. Um, and non-television ones. Uh, I love Louisiana Purchase. I mean, she's on Dragula, but uh, it wasn't Dragula. I love Louisiana Purchase. I love Lip Syncer. Um, Dina Martina, as well as one of one of my absolute favourites. Love her. Do you know Dina Martina? I know, yeah, I know Dina Martina. Oh, she's she's also completely batshit. <laughs> I think oh, I have a I, I think I have a, a thing for 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 queens who are a little bit crazy on the crazy side rather than like just your your standard ones. I, if you I, like. I saw I was in Seattle doing a theatre show, and uh, one of our days off was when Dina, she was having a whole run, but uh, we went to go see um, Dina show on a day off and it was sensational. Watching someone sing Jingle Bells out of breath while bouncing up and down with their dress undone while wearing office shoes. Um, <laughs> it, it was absolutely sensational. Or she say sensational. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Um, when it comes to the Queens then, obviously... We've only just had season one of RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Um, did you meet, other than Davina, because I, I know that you've met Davina, mm. but have you met any of the other ones that have, that have been on RuPaul's yeah, Drag Race? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've known Bagger for years. Really? Um, met Bagger like 10 years. Whenever Bagger was an early start then, and Friends Blue, Friends with Cheryl. Um, and then I'd met Vinegar and um, Crystal. 
Vivian, I because I did that Drag Race UK ambassador competition that Vivian won. Yes. Um. So I'd met her there. She was the only. Were other you one like? Her. Were you more like when she won? Were you like bitch? Oh. <laughs> it was just nice to be involved. Um. No, she was the only one. Other one who smoked. Right. So it was me and her, like. <laughs> and we thought we saw Katie Price being snuck in, so we were like. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> and that was, you know, that's that was that was I mean that was a while ago, I think, wasn't it? 2013. Yeah, it would be around then, wouldn't it? 2013. God, time time flies, doesn't it? It does. Um, you touched on before, obviously, about um COVID. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just wondering how co- how you've been coping through COVID, what you've been doing differently. Um, because obviously you you you've had tours cancelled, two tours cancelled. What have you been doing differently? And how have you been managing? <clears throat> Everything had to go digital. It, it, it was, I've been, I was thinking about doing a Patreon for a really long time. Um, and this was the push that made me go, do you know what? This ain't going away anytime soon. I need, I wanted to go on Patreon. I have no excuse now because I can't say I'm too busy um, because I'm not. Um, so I, I did Patreon. I did all the digital shows as well. But the, the thing with the digital shows and the stream shows was that, I wanted to, to to do something that involved people and talk to people. And then people ended up becoming friends in the comments and having each other on <clears throat> Facebook and stuff. And that was more of like a community thing. Yes, there was the kind of like tip and donations aspect. Uh, but didn't, no one had to give. Yeah, it was always free. And I wanted to keep it free because I was like, everyone is in this boat together. If every couple of weeks I can sing a few songs and someone can drink some gin and scream along to a lovely bunch of coconuts on the other side of a computer, <laughs> I am happy, you know? It was, uh, it, it made me be much more community-driven um, because you, people really do have your back. That's the thing, you know? If you, if you put out good things into the world, and then those good things will, you know, I've always tried to be kind to people and, and all of that. So it's, except when I told Davina, wrong! Um, <laughs> You know, you, you make the connections and you, you're nice to people. Eventually, those people, as I found, there were people sending donations that was like, oh, 10 years ago, I told you I couldn't afford one of your CDs, so you gave me it. And I'm like, I don't remember that, but you have. Um, so, yeah, that was nice. Speaking of um, donations and, and things like that as well, uh, so Glenn's asked a, uh, asked a question here, which we'll go into later on, but we'll ask it now. Uh, do you have a website that we can donate money to support you? Well, no, I don't have a donation link on my website because the reason I had the donation thing uh, was because I was doing a thing at the time, like it was a show. But you can always buy merch. There is um, Mr. Uh, mrjoblack.com. Click on the shop. Uh, and that's yeah, that that that's the best way because then you actually get something for it. The idea of asking for the, um, you know, the donations on the streams and stuff was, I was I was doing a thing. It wasn't like, hello, I would like some money. It's like, oh, there we are. Um, uh, you know, there's, I'd rather there was always a tangible exchange, whether it be some entertainment, a t-shirt, a print, that kind of thing. Well, I mean, we'll we'll, we'll talk about uh, how people can get in touch and support you and whatever um, at the end anyway. Um, so steering back to obviously COVID and what you've been doing with the live, uh, with the live stuff and digital stuff, you've just recently uh, done Joe Black Friday, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even realise that was the thing. So I was like, oh, that Friday's a nice day to do a show. <laughs> and then someone on Twitter pointed out and said, you've done it on Black Friday. And I was like, Joe Black Friday? Like, was that intentional? Um, <clears throat> and, um, I said, there was some of that intention. I was like, it wasn't, but we can pretend it is. <laughs> As it you was, did, yeah, totally, that. totally unintentional. It just, it, how, was, it was, it was that Friday. And how was it? How, how did it go? How did it go? Oh, uh, I had a lovely do? time. I sang some songs. I was much less drunk than I normally am in these things. Um, <laughs> You know, I had a habit because it was lockdown. I was like, I've got no responsibility. <laughs> um, just knocking them back and singing the songs. But this time I was like, no, Joe, you must remain. And I had a couple of glasses of wine. I did the show. I had a lovely time. I was a bit confused because I'd gone from like only doing the digital shows and I'd really worked out a format and how to talk to comments and stuff. But then I'd gone back to shows in the in the middle 
and then I'd forgotten how to talk to an online one again. So I'd be like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, like that, whereas by the end of the, the other lockdown shows, I was like, and give me your clap emojis, yeah, 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 you know what I mean? But talking enough for the gap of the delay and stuff, <clears throat> this time I was like, Oh, yeah. um, very, stra- very strange to adjust to. And now I've got to go back to actual shows again. Well, hopefully. Um, will, you, uh, will you be um, doing both, do you reckon? Uh, obviously, because you've done the digital stuff and obviously you know how that all works and everything. Do you think that there will be a scope for in the future to do both your physical shows and your digital shows? I, ideally, what would be really, really nice is to be able to do a physical show in front of people that is also a live stream oh wow oh yeah that'd be cool uh, so like actually stream the the in-person gig though that i think is detrimental to the live stream <clears throat> because i can't interact with the live stream that's literally them just watching you know what i mean it's not the, it's not the same thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um well speaking of the future and mm-hmm. uh, you've got so obviously you've got uh the fact that hopefully things are opening up a little bit more, which means that hopefully, you know, you'll be, you'll be on that stage soon enough. And um, what, what are your future plans? Where does, where's Joe Black going next? Well, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm really, really in love with, with, with Patreon. I think it's such an amazing platform. Um, uh, and I'd like to keep making content for that. Ideally next year, I'd like to release like um, another EP and, or a, an album or something i just want to because i've never done despite only really doing covers live now with the occasional one of my original songs i've never released a full covers album so i i i i want to do at least an ep of just a couple of songs picked from artists i really love um and just like even just say just five tracks or something you know yeah Uh, it all sounds good and um as soon as obviously because you've been on the show as soon as you've got anything like that we'll be pushing absolutely every, everything out on our thank platform you, thank well. you, thank you. <laughs> um, so whilst you've obviously got the floor um, with us at Spill It is there anything that you want to talk about that we've not talked about have I not asked a question that you would like to answer or anything like that well I think we've covered pretty much everything but do be <laughs> sure to follow me on Instagram that's Mr. Joe Black M-I-S-T-E-R not M-R uh, on Twitter Mr. Joe Black that's M-I-S-T-E-R not M-R um, you can follow MrJoeBlack.com that's M-I-S-T-E-R not M-R and Patreon.com forward slash Mr. Joe Black that's M-I-S-T-E-R not M-R uh, <laughs> uh, yeah socials Patreon the YouTubes that um, YouTube.com forward slash Mr. Joe Black, etc. <laughs> for YouTube. That for some reason. <clears throat> um, but yeah, it's uh, that, that was it. And also uh, follow me on socials. You've got another question, haven't you? That's what I was about to answer it. And then I was like, no, 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 I'll wait. <laughs> uh, Leela loves that voice, by the way. She loves the pop ah, voice. Yeah, I don't know why I do this. Whenever I'm, I I go into this voice when I'm ever trying to really make a point. And it's always that there's like head shaking, like playing close when she's trying to act pissed off. Drawing from Minita and give it to me. Is that so difficult? Yeah. <laughs> oh, this has been wild. This has been a wild interview. I absolutely love it. Um, so at the end of every show, I gave my guests the opportunity to talk, uh, to give a quote. It could be something that they've heard that they just really like. It could be something that they made up. It just should be something. Oh, wow. He was just staring at me. So I was like, oh, I'll get him. It's probably just going to run away in a second. He's going to get on my shoulder. <laughs> That's what he's gonna do. Klaus, don't show them your genitals. <laughs> we are a family oh, show. We are. <laughs> um, um. So, yeah, so uh, I give my guests the opportunity to give a quote, um, something that they stand by, live by. It just would be something that the audience or the viewers and the listeners at home should take away from today's episode. And just wondering if you've got a quote. I'm just not 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 a specific quote, but I'm going to go back to something I said earlier about with this lockdown, how my small acts of kindness turned into acts of kindness for me later so yeah I, that i will i will leave you with that and say that you know do do acts of kindness because 
you never know when you may also need one in return. Yeah, uh, which has always been like a, a theme of this show. So we've always said to be kind. Um, so yeah, and I think, you're, I think you're right with that. And I think that is, this brilliantly led us to the end of the show because it's something that we that we do talk about a lot, being kind to other people because, you know, it, it comes back and we've got to put out to the world what we want back. And if we want, if we want kindness, we've got to give kindness. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So we're going to talk about it now, even though you rounded them all off before, but where can people find you? Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, official website, Patreon. Uh, amazing. If you can fire me um, over your Patreon link as well, I will post that into our comments. Uh, sorry, into our, onto our site for people as well. Patreon.com um, forward slash Mr. Joe Black. That's M I S T E R, not M R. Right. So it's. So basically, everything on your social medias, including Patreon, is Mr. in block capitals here, like I've said there. That's how you spell it, Joe Black. If they're URLs, it'll be like, you know, Instagram.com forward slash that all together and so on. Except from on uh, Facebook, which you, you just search Joe Black. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Well, um, that does take us to the end of the show. Have you had fun tonight? I've had a lovely time. Thank you so much. Well, if you uh, just hang about, uh, I'll do my end and then we'll have a bit of a catch up at the end as well as a bit of an uh, after thing. So next week's show, ladies and gentlemen, we have got a brilliant uh, community centre and community charity for Preston. Uh, we have got the Foxton Centre coming on. So we've got Jeff from the Foxton Centre coming on to talk about all the work that the Foxton Centre do for homelessness for uh, children um, in, in poverty. We're talk, talk, talking about people suffering with alcoholism or just coming out of prison and things like that. And the work that they do, we are going to be talking about all of that on next week's show. If you're wanting to find me on social media, all you have to do is go onto Facebook and search for Marcus Wright and you will find me. Uh, I will accept you. Don't worry, I'm not mean. Uh, but there you go. And when I am not doing this, I run a dance exercise class called Dance X. And you can find the Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash Dance X Preston. And you'll be able to uh, catch up with us doing our weekly live sessions over Facebook every single week. And here is my email address, marcus at spillit.uk, if you're wanting to get in touch and be on the show. And don't forget as well that you can also help support this show by heading over to Redbubble, where you can find all of my merchandise and you'll be able to get your hands on some goodies like a mug. Or if you really want some, you can get some Spillet leggings. It's up to you. There's all sorts you can get on there. And at the moment, you can get up to 60% off. All the rest of my social medias are scrolling across the bottom here. All you have to do is search for Spillet underscore Marcus and you'll find my spill, you'll find my page on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Twitch, YouTube, everywhere. And that takes us to the end. So thank you so much for joining in, ladies and gentlemen. Again, Joe, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. And thank you very much for having me. You're more than welcome. And you're, you're welcome to come back anytime as well. So for now... It's a, it's a bye from me.